It is Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. I'm iOS Fanboy, and tonight we've got a special episode with a special guest. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy, because this is Technically Rambling. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Not much. Horses we got a special guest with us tonight this evening. Mr. Uh, Mr. Rob Brown, friend of the show, Rob Brown is in the house to talk to us tonight. Hey guys, Rob, you? welcome to the show. Hey, hey thanks for having me, man. Not a problem. We uh, we we brought you on, Rob, because uh, we feel that you're uh, more than qualified to talk about the subject matter that we're going to talk about tonight, which is cord cutting. But uh, before we get into that, I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of introduce yourself and uh, tell us about yourself. Tell us about your background and why you're. Uh, particularly qualified to talk about the subject we're talking about tonight. Well, hey, uh, uh, my name's Rob. Uh, been an, I'm an IT guy. I've been in the IT field for 20-plus years. Uh, as far as why I'd be qualified to talk about uh, the cord cutting, I've basically been uh, – I've cut the cord of all cable satellite-type services for the last uh, year or so. So I've got a few different products that I use to uh, take care of uh, – my my family's uh, television viewing needs. Right. So we we're going to talk about a couple a couple topics tonight. But before we jump into the topic of cord cutting, I guess I, I want to kind of level set everybody and talk about uh, the two types of cord cutting, at least as I see it, and I, I think we all kind of agree on this. And that is, we kind of break up our cord cutting category into two things, and that is streaming live TV and streaming on demand or, uh, you know, not live TV. So, um, kind of keep that in mind as, as, as we're talking about some of these topics and, um, and we'll kind of point out, you know, what, what, what we're talking about. We're talking about live TV versus, uh, on demand type TV. Um, I'll go ahead and kick us off and talk about, uh, some of the streaming services, some, some of the subscriptions that I have. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll just kind of go around Robin and let everybody kind of talk about, uh, what, what they're doing and, uh, and how they're doing it. So as far as streaming subscriptions, um, I have a, a, a direct TV now subscription, which is a live TV subscription. Of course, it also has on, on demand, um, uh, programming as well as, um, uh, cloud DVR. Uh, so it, it, it offers both. It, it gives you kind of that true cable, uh, experience. So, um, bundled with that, I also have uh, HBO, uh, which is just kind of an add-on that you can do with DirecTV, just like you could do with uh, your your cable uh, provider. Um, I also have a Netflix subscription, just like everybody else in the world, pretty much. Um, and I have a Hulu subscription. And um, I have a Hulu subscription because I was a uh, Spotify premium subscriber. And Spotify sent me a deal and said, hey, if you uh, subscribe to Hulu also, we'll give you the bundle for $14.99. And that was probably about a year ago. And just a couple weeks ago, I got an email saying, hey, we're about to start this new promotion where uh, we're going to give Hulu away to anybody that gets Spotify Premium. So since we're doing that for everybody else that's new, we're going to give it to you too. So now I get Hulu for essentially for free because I'm a Hulu Premium subscriber. So I was thinking about jumping on that, actually. <clears throat> you should. You definitely should. But you should you get a, on it. But you have to be a Spotify Premium subscriber, which you're not. I believe you're an Apple Music subscriber. Canceled, Correct me if I'm wrong. Canceled. What? Yeah. When did this happen? Well, I'm the only one using it, right? So I'm paying for family. So I thought about just what's everybody else using? 
Pandora, stuff like that, the free stuff, you know, the free version. Uh, of FM radio. But I thought about gotcha. going ahead and doing the family. But I was going to ask you, actually, does that include the family plan? I would assume it does. It does not, actually. So they're, they're very they're very picky. So you, it has to be a single uh, premium subscription. It can't be a family subscription, can't be a student subscription, although they do have a student offer, but it's it's different from this. Uh, but there is nothing for a, a uh, Spotify premium family subscription to get this deal. Well, if you're the only one using it now, you may as well go ahead and switch from Apple to Spotify and then get your Hulu with it. True. Yeah, if you're the only one using it, why would you even get the family subscription? Just get the premium, the individual premium. Then they can use the Hulu. True. Yeah. I have been listening to it, and uh, I do like the uh, variety of music so far. Uh, FYI, Technically Rambling is available on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving right along, though, I also have a Prime Video, uh, which I'm finding tons of good programming on Amazon Prime Video. Um, just all kinds of good stuff. It seems like there's, you know, just it's constantly, you know, rec- recommending shows that I like, and and it's 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 amazing. I never so, used mine. Been very happy. I never use it. I never use it. I need to use it. You need to. You need to. You're you're. I mean, you're paying for it. You may as well use it. Um, I also use use uh, an app called Plex. Um, and I, I'm not going to talk too much about Plex because I, I want Rob to talk a lot about Plex because I'm actually a uh, a, a customer of of, of Rob's uh, uh, Plex uh, uh, setup. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll digress and, and let him talk about that. The only other uh, other uh, subscriptions that I have they're technically not subscriptions. I mean they are, but they're they're free subscriptions. They're for free products, and those are for uh, Sony's Crackle uh, uh, service. Which is which is great. It's a you know free movies and TV shows. Typically they're, they're older things, but still great for for free. You can't beat it. Uh, also, Tubi TV again, uh, movies, TV shows, uh, typically older stuff. Uh, and then this, um, I don't know how new it is, but it's relatively new to me. I've only known about it for maybe the past I don't know five or six months. And that's Pluto TV. And Pluto TV is actually actually offers live TV. Um, as well as some some on demand, you know, and in movies and stuff like that. But it, it's free and it's it's pretty good. So check it out. Check it out. Um, that's pretty much all I have as far as the the uh, the subscriptions and services that I'm using uh, for uh, for for streaming and cord cutting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the baton to uh, to you guys. I'll uh, I'll, I'll pass go first. It to you, Let me go first here. Go no more because I'm kind of following in your footsteps on a lot of these. Uh, I would say 100% of my stuff you already spoke about, but I'll hit a couple more things, a couple <laughs> more details about it. So I use DirecTV now as well. Um, it's been great to me. I've got it pulled up in two separate spots in the house right now. You have the third spot as an extra option for $5 a month. I I opt out of that, although I'm thinking about adding that third stream in um, for guests that uh, – stay at the house and have that option in the guest bedroom. But I, I enjoy it. I know they're raising the prices and that's something, you know, we can talk about in, in detail if you want. We were on the grandfathered in plan from the very beginning, the day ones. Um, what's that? 70 plus channels or no, ours is a hundred plus channels. The Right now they're correct. Their biggest one is only like 70 plus channels that I, I think. 
Could be wrong, but they're just now raising the prices on us, and we've been on that for almost two years. Correct. Well, I'll stick around for this price hike, and then we'll see how how they go from there. That may uh, may be a deciding factor for me. But um, I also pay the extra $5 a month for the HBO. Um, That's wonderful as well. I love a couple of different uh, programs on there, and they always have some newer movies that come out to TV first, so I enjoy watching those, That uh, things that I miss. Um, let's see. Netflix, of course. Netflix has been good for... I've been enjoying their original series recently. Um, not so much the movie options. Hard to find good movies on there, but some of the original series are nice. And Hulu, I actually get through a family member, so I'm not paying for the Spotify premium um, combo there, but I do have Spotify premium as well, and that is wonderful. Great go-to music streaming option. Um, create your own playlist, download locally. Uh, suggested playlists always seem to to hit me right in the feels when I need it. Um. Other than that, Amazon Prime Video, I know you've been talking highly about it recently, but I haven't had the time to check it out. I feel like every time I go to Amazon Prime Video, I'm looking for a movie, and I find it, and then it wants to charge me an extra couple dollars to rent it. So Amazon Prime Video kind of is on my shit list right now. Well, so I I, kind of had that same experience at first, uh, Bic, but I'll tell you what I found is that um, a lot of the times – um, it'll 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 show you something that's actually that you can watch as, as part of your your prime subscription, but based on where you click it at in the interface, it'll sometimes pop up and tell you, hey, this isn't included in your in your prime. Yeah, I should never ever have that issue. I agree, but I, I, I've noticed that. I, I thought it was just me actually until you said that. Yeah, and that that kind of turns me off of it. But I was also watched the entire Harry Potter series again couple months ago renting every single one of them at three dollars a piece so they got me there <laughs> i will start checking out a few more of those and then the lastly the plex server I have it set up on my desktop computer um i don't do a whole lot with it again rob's probably better versed in in all of its features i just kind of throw some movies on there that i can watch anywhere throughout the house on my phone whenever i feel it but it's uh it's been it's been pretty clutch. Well, I did, I did uh, sign up for the Rob, you might have to help me out. I don't remember what the premium version of Plex is. Oh, the uh, Plex pass, the Plex pass. I signed up for the Plex pass for a couple months back in November. Um, and I took it with me so I could download, download my movies locally and watch them on the plane, plane rides over to Europe. But, uh, that's the mostly extent of it. I actually just, added a couple movies onto my Plex server last night. So I'm going to have to check those out as well, but that's the extent <laughs> of my, uh, cord cutting. It does everything I need it to do. I'm, I'm a simple man. So, well, uh, well, Rob, uh, that, that makes two of us now that have, uh, that have mentioned, uh, mentioned you and, uh, and alluded to how, how, how great you are <laughs> in this, in this, uh, this cord cutting realm. So why don't you go ahead and talk to us about, uh, what you have and what you're doing and how you're doing it. Okay, sure. So I'll start, um, as far as streaming services, really the uh, the only services that are different from that I have or don't have compared to what uh, you guys have mentioned so far 
is I used to have Amazon Prime Video, but uh, I actually, earlier this month, I actually canceled Amazon Prime. So I really wasn't using the video feature. So I no longer have wow. Prime Video. Um, yeah, I just really wasn't using this all of the, uh, the benefits. So the price <laughs> went up. Uh, it just wasn't worth it to me. Um, so what are you, are you just like placing every order on Amazon's over $35 for you now? Or how, how are you, how are you making up for this? Uh, it'll this either shipping? be that, or to be honest with you, um, Walmart's deal, you can have things shipped to the store and pick up, you know, free ah. store pickup. And I pass uh, Walmart, you know, go, going to and from work, you know, it's a mile from my house. So it's really not that inconvenient. So, um, at least that's what I'm going to try. You know, I may change my mind, you know, a few months down the road, but right now the, uh, the price hike was just, um, just wasn't, didn't seem like it was a good value proposition for me any longer. So I hear you go, going retro, <laughs> trying to, trying to bring the brick and mortar back. I hear you. you. Go. Um, now the, the one service I do have that I don't think either of you Support guys mentioned business. Uh, is uh, CBS all access. So that's the other streaming service for video that I have that you guys didn't mention. I noticed that. What is there? Uh, m- most people that I know that have that have it for like a, a specific show or two that you can only get there. Is, is there a particular show that you watch that you have that for? I have it for f- a little of both. So the, the 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 new Star Trek series. That's the only way you can get it. That's what everybody yeah. that I asked that question to says they have it but for. The other thing, I have the the commercial free version. So I use um, a product called PlayOn, which is a Windows based application. Uh, that allows you to do DVR type services with different streaming. Um, it gives you DVR capabilities with different online streaming services. <clears throat> CBS All Access is one of them. So the television shows that I watch on CBS, I queue up on PlayOn to record. Uh, PlayOn records those over to Plex. So it's it's part of not only that series but the other traditional over the air or network television shows we watch. Uh, I captured them with play on to get on Plex to watch and stream. Gotcha. Um, so as far as video services, that was uh, the only difference. And then the music services I have, I do not have Spotify. Uh, I primarily use uh, Amazon's music service. And I also have a trial subscription to title music service. So wow. You're a title. I You're do. a title person. Wow. You're like one of like nine people left using that. Well, yes. You know, yeah. I thought everybody. Like, He's getting all the bandwidth. I thought everybody that. unsubscribed after Beyonce's album came out and went. That's all. That's title really only was anything because of Beyonce's what lemon lemonade album was well exclusive that, to it for a while. That and the fact that you can get high fidelity, lossless music there, streamed there, which is, to my knowledge, the only service that offers that. To, to be honest with you, I didn't know anything about Title until it popped up as a music service that they that Plex partnered with. That's that's where I heard about Title. So, oh, I didn't even realize they they were yeah. Well, they they are like promoting it, so you can actually add Title in Plex and link the account, and then you're music and title will show up in Plex. Um, so that's where I heard from it. And then I actually found a, uh, I found a slick deal that, that got a six month free trial. So, uh, for six months of streaming music for free, I figured I'd give it a try. 
Yeah, can't beat that. So uh, that's the services I have. Um, you guys have mentioned Plex a little bit, so I mean, I can I can talk about, I guess, kind of how I'm using Plex. I've kind of touched on it a little bit with with uh, how I'm using Play on it in conjunction with it, but. I mean, yeah, sure. So, do. I mean, uh, most people, uh, you know, they know what Plex Media Server is. It, it's obviously uh, uh, the, the software itself is is free. Um, it allows you to bring in your media that, that you have. It will identify the media, pull in all kinds of uh, metadata, uh, give you a really nice premium experience with uh, with movies, with music, with television shows. Um, so it's it's a really good product. Uh, I use it for. Um, I converted my my digital or my my movie collection to to digital, brought it into Plex, and then I have um, a play on that I mentioned with the different services recording um, from from Hulu, from uh, from from CBS. That that's the two biggest uh, sources that I use uh, to record uh, the content with play on. Uh, I also have. Uh, an HD home run over the air tuner uh, by Silicon dust. So that's connected to uh, just a standard um, over the air antenna and Plex pulls that tuner in. It gives you guide information um, with Plex pass. Uh, it allows you to do that. Um, so it, it pulls in the guide. You can schedule DVR events, um, all, all of that good stuff. So it, it's got the look and feel of a, a traditional, television or cable service with, with a guide and everything. Right, so it's, right. it's a really nice integration, but to be honest, really because of the other services that I have that are commercial free, I, I find myself recording from the streaming services and I usually only use the over the air antenna. If I want to just watch something that is live and usually it's the news. Um, so I honestly gotcha. don't use the tuner as much as I thought I might, but it's still a nice option to have. Um, so, you're saying for for your commercial free content, you're you're getting most of that just from your commercial free subscriptions Correct. directly. But for 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 things that that you don't have a commercial free subscription or things that you're bringing in over the air, how are you getting the commercials out? Is Play On doing that? Play On will do that, or is Plex uh, sorry, doing not that? Play On, um, Play On will do that commercial skip, but only if you watch the content with the Play On client. Um, the problem with the play on client is it's, it's not a very premium feel. The user interface just, it, it's lacking quite a bit, to be honest with you. Um, so to, when I do use the DVR functionality, um, I normally just leave the commercials in because, because Plex okay. actually, it has a functionality that will remove commercials. But in the few times that I used it, it was very hit or miss. It would, uh, Gotcha. It might cut one commercial out perfectly, but then the next one you would have, you know, it, it wouldn't be cut at the right place. So, um, gotcha. That's a relatively new feature, I think, if I remember reading correctly. Maybe the last year or so they added that. Uh, I could be wrong, but that's what I remembered from uh, a month or two ago looking in forms. And there is some in the forms they listed some specific files that you could go out and and, and do some updates to to kind of tune how the commercials are taken out, but I honestly didn't read enough mm -hmm. on the forms to, to go too far down that path just because primarily all of mine are already commercial free because of the Hulu, no commercials and CBS all access, no commercials. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. 
So, uh, so Scott, uh, talk to us about right, what, what the, subscription do you I cut have? the cord about two years ago, almost two years ago. Um, at the time, I got DirecTV now because uh, AT&T Unlimited Cell Phone customers at the time got a $25 credit. Uh, so that's still in play. I have the Just Right package, uh, which is 85 plus channels, and then HBO is included free. Um, so, but at the time when I, uh, when I actually got DirecTV now, they didn't have our local channels, um, here locally. So to solve that, I got an over the air antenna. It's a 85 to hundred mile range. Um, I get about 46 channels, about 10 of them I actually have like actually showing in the guide. Um, that antenna actually feeds uh, a device called a Tableau. Uh, basically it's a two turner, tuner DVR, um, it connects directly to the antenna, uh, of course, via coax, and then co to the router. And I have a 300 gig drive connected to that for the recordings. Um, and with that, I have, uh, I just recently actually bought the Lifetime subscription, um, which actually provides like the cover art for the shows and allows you to do the series recordings, um, things of that nature. So uh, I've had that device for two years. The company has uh, continuously released uh, firmware updates. Uh, the next thing they actually have coming is what you guys were talking about. They're going to have a playback commercial skip feature, uh, which is supposed to drop pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. Um, and the Tableau app's actually available on most devices. I'm using it on an Apple TV, of course, iOS devices, um, Fire Stick, and Xbox One. Um, <clears throat> so I like that a lot. DirecTV now, like, like you guys said, they keep raising prices. Uh, for me, I'm still saving... $75 or so from what I was paying for cable. Um, so, you know, if they raise again, I might consider looking at other options. Um, but you know, I could, I could turn it off now and we still got local channels and still have the option to record most of the shows we watch. Uh, the direct TV now is just kind of like a plus. Um, right. And, uh, of course I got prime video. Like I said, I really right. should probably look at that more Netflix like everyone else. Um, but uh, that seems to be what the kids watch the most. I also have a little Plex thing set up here that if I want, I can turn on the laptop and let the kids watch the movies. But, you know, nothing major. I'm not really big on a, a I don't want a PC sitting here running all the time just for that purpose. Um, some people like it. I think, Rob, yours probably is up running all the time. Um, but but for me, I just have a laptop. So, you know, it's not really yeah. feasible with that. But that's, you know, that's basically what I have. Um, I will say, you know, setting up the antenna, I did, you know, notice some things like the amp that came with the antenna was too strong. Uh, I ended up buying uh, an amplified splitter that ended up really doing the trick. Uh, I was getting a, some pixelation at first. Um, and when I took that off and, and got this splitter that wasn't quite as strong as that amp that came with that antenna, the picture really cleared up. So, you know, the, the picture looks great. Um, <clears throat> if you know, if you're somebody that wants to just cut the cord and not have anything other than an antenna, uh, you know, the antenna with the Tableau, I think in my opinion is the way to go. Or you could look at TiVo. TiVo has something similar, but if you go with TiVo, they have one particular model that comes with a lifetime subscription. So you got to watch the subscriptions for these devices because they can be expensive. Um, so it's just one thing to keep in mind when you're actually looking at, at this, at these things. Very cool. 
So you mentioned uh, a couple of devices, I guess, and we, we hadn't really talked. I, I kind of purposely left out uh, what devices we, we were we were doing this, this streaming on. So let's go ahead and talk about that. For me personally, I'm using uh, an Apple TV, um, like I think all of us are. Um, also have uh, a Chromecast, uh, which I actually do enjoy the Chromecast. I, I like the idea that Google has where you always have your phone with you, so let your phone be your remote. Uh, but at the same time, I see value in uh, not doing that and having a dedicated remote. So um, I, I like it, but um, I, I, I could be swayed either way. Um, I also have a, a, a Samsung Smart TV, which which is capable of, of being cast to and, of course, has... Uh, you know, apps like, you know, Netflix and Amazon Prime TV, things like that, that are that are that are natively on it that I honestly have never used. Actually, I've never used any of those of those smart TV functionality because it's it's always got an Apple TV plugged into it. So um, and uh, I also have a, a cu- couple of Roku TVs uh, roaming around somewhere. So um, that's that's pretty much all I have as far as, as devices that I'm streaming on. Uh, what about you guys, uh, Rob? Uh, what, what kind of what kind of devices are you streaming I have from? An Apple TV. I've got uh, two or three Roku's, an Amazon Fire TV, uh, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. Gotcha, well, gotcha. The Apple TV, you you got a remote. Uh, you know you can Scott, use your phone for that you? as well, right? Yeah, that works pretty good. Yeah, because when the kids. End up true, losing it. True. I can just pick up my phone, and I do that all the time. I love that. Oh, thank you. Yep. You can do <laughs> uh, that on so your for watch me, too. The house the here. Um, I've got a, a total of three Apple TVs, um, two Xbox uh, ones, and two Fire Sticks. That's what we use. Gotcha. How so? Before I get to you, Jake, I got a, got a question wow. for for you guys. How do you guys feel about the? Uh, the <laughs> you you can answer the question, Jake. But uh, how do you feel about the fire sticks? I, I I don't actually have a fire stick. Well, if I'm you were just letting me go getting ahead and, a fire uh, stick. do my part, um, my house is mainly comprised of uh, fire sticks <laughs> and one fire TV. Um, and ah. I rather enjoy them. I think the interface is pretty smooth. It's it's still got its uh, glitchiness switching back and forth. My big draw to it was being able to use Alexa, um, and that she just heard me. Go ahead. Oh, she of course. Away. So, anyways, um, using Alexa, and that, I, I enjoy that a lot. I've also got the TV remote option on my phone, so that's nice. It's one of the things I don't like about um, Chromecast is. You have to have your phone nearby, which I usually do, but that's not to say that I'm not going to sit it down on the counter, sit down and relax, or you know, need to plug it up, need to charge it, leave it in my, leave it in the bedroom and watch TV in the living room, yeah. and I'm stuck without it. I don't know if it's just my Fire TV or if it's all, but uh, the batteries on the remote seem to die pretty quickly, and it doesn't matter what batteries I use. Yeah, it uh, it's about I have really? to change the batteries on my remote about every two and a half weeks. Faulty, faulty. Oh, wow. I think, but wow. only one of them. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I've had my my Apple TV for I think three years now, and I have charged yeah. the remote. I mean, I, maybe got, four times. Well, I guess I didn't finish. I also have an Apple TV, but it, right now it lives at the golf course for um, NFL Sunday Ticket, which I guess is another of my streaming subscriptions. 
um, NFL Sunday ticket. I kind of forgot about it because we're mm. not in the fall. But uh, I take it to the golf course and we hook it up. Yeah. That's what they we count hook it on. Up, um, well, it doesn't work unless it's football season. So there's really no reason to have it. But uh, I hook <laughs> it up at the golf course so that on the weekends when I'm working, we can turn it on and enjoy some live football while there's a, not a big crowd. Um, I've also got right. Samsung Smart TV. I enjoy it. It's all right. I don't usually use the native um, smart applications from it. I usually just yeah, you too. click on Fire yeah. TV and then go to my Fire, use my Fire TV. Um, and then I've also got two Roku TVs. They're both smaller ones that I use as accessories mainly. Um, and I like them okay. I think they're one of them is is a significantly slower processing all my commands and processing and loading up apps than it should be. That's and that, that that's actually why I was asking the question about the uh, the Fire Sticks is because I've got, I've got a couple different different model Roku's yeah, and they all seem to be Roku, just kind of laggy. Uh, you know, in, in, in the input tend to have that problem until the batteries start to go out. And then the then the remote definitely it takes a little bit to get to working, and it, it's really just delays. It's not like it won't register my buttons; it just takes right. four or five seconds. But the Roku seems to do right. that all the time. Right. And not only that, loading up the apps like if I want to open Directv now on my Roku app, it takes twenty seconds to even load up the app, and then from there it takes another right. 30, thirty seconds to a minute to load the guide. So I'm kind of sitting there forever. Right, so no, so you're saying no, the Fire Stick's not it's like that? It's significantly faster. It's not flaw. It's not seamless. Okay. It's not like That's I click news. a button and boom, I'm up and watching my show. But uh, I will say, like my right. experience, so it's with, not like the Apple TV it, is what you're my saying. Daughter's room it's, it's okay is, in a pinch. slow to get going, yeah. but once it's up, it's good. Um, yeah, that might be it. That might be it. And I I will say that I do enjoy using the Apple TV. The reason I didn't go Apple TV, one, is the price compared and to the device that the Apple TV that I have is not 4K enabled. So that was a no-brainer to me. I got all the the Fire TVs that have 4K enabled. So, Chris. Yes. You remember when I signed you up for the Direct TV now with the 25 off a month? You remember okay. that deal I got on the Apple TV? Yeah. No, hang That's on. You guys got, got a different plan than I got. So, yeah. I, I think mine was. We all got that. Thirty. It was 35 a month, and I paid for three months up front, and they sent me an Apple TV. And then in chat, they confirmed that they would they would credit me back 25 a month for having the cell phone. Yeah. So, I basically got the service and the Apple TV for three months for 30 bucks. Ah. I can't believe you don't remember that deal. But, yeah, it worked out good. Wow. Yeah, that ain't bad. I don't have AT&T, <laughs> so I didn't get that. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Apple. That's well, unfortunate. But I can make phone calls wherever I'm at, <laughs> so that's really not unfortunate. <laughs> well, AT&T usually can't. It's, it's, it's Sprint that usually can't make calls. So. AT&T doesn't work a lick yes. at my dad's house. Not a bit. But Chris, can't even send text Chris for me, I mean, wow. the Apple TVs, the reason I like them so much. Where does he live? You you hit the remote, it turns the TV on, um, and you you turn you turn off the Apple TV. It shuts the TV off. I, there's probably other devices yeah. that do that, but this yes. is what I always use. Um, I 
yeah, I think most of the newer devices are capable of doing that. that that's not right. actually something specific to, yep. to the I Apple like TV. That's actually something specific to uh, the HDMI standard. But like, I, like my Roku, I can tap a button, uh, and I've got the Roku and Apple TV on the same television. I can tap either one. It'll turn it on. However, the Roku, it won't shut it off. Only on the Apple will it do that. Right. Right, and I, I, I think I think Rob, yeah, you're definitely right about that. And I, I think I misspoke. I think the the waking it up or turning it on is something specific to the Rob, HDMI you got standard. The fire TV, turning it off right? How do you, may not is that be fast? that may be something special that Apple's doing. I don't know. The Fire TV is very fast. I had the original first generation Fire Stick. That one was very slow, uh, very sluggish, but I like the interface. So that's why I went ahead and got the Fire TV. It's 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 like night and day faster, um, but you know I really like that interface. That's what I use down in the movie room. And so that's like the, the main device I use down there on my my big screen with the projector. Go ahead and tell them about the uh, go ahead and tell them about oh. the uh, movie room, Rob. Since I mean it, it, it's a cord cutting episode, you may as well talk about how you're consuming your cord sure. cutting. Uh, sure. So. So Product. yeah, when uh, I guess we, we moved into the new house a few years ago and the one thing that we had was an unfinished basement. So the, the first uh, project in the house was to, to basically finish a portion of it and that's basically what I, what I did was install a, a movie room. So I've got a 120-inch screen with a, uh, uh, a 1080p projector. Um, and then it's, I'm currently with my receiver and everything, my sound is 7.1.2 audio. So uh, the point, the last point two is that I've got the Atmos speakers in the ceiling. Um, and then I've, it's wired so I can actually add an additional sub. And the wires are pulled in the ceiling if I ever wanted to add two more of uh, the Atmos or, or um, ceiling speakers. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I have a Blu-ray player uh, down there, but almost everything is uh, through the Apple, I'm sorry, the Fire TV uh, coming off of Plex. Um, I would say probably 95% of everything we watch, that's how we watch it down there. Gotcha. Nice. So I think we've, we've, uh, we've done a pretty good job of... Uh, talking about the subject and kind of uh, going through how we're doing things, why we're doing things, um, the way that we're doing them. Um, did anybody else have anything additional that they wanted to talk about that, that we didn't talk about that we should have talked about? I just about, wanted to or? throw in a couple of, a couple little things specifically. I mentioned play on and that I use it a lot. I, I do, I do want to mention a, a couple of limitations. I touched on one and that is it's a windows only uh, platform. So, so it's a bit limiting there, but uh, a couple of the, the bigger drawbacks that I wanted to throw out, um, it only records in 720, doesn't record in, in 1080, uh, I or P, uh, and you only get two-channel oh. audio, so you get no surround. So for, for me, that's why I primarily only use it for television shows, because I, I usually don't care as much about surround on a, a television show as I would a movie. Um, you, you can record mm -hmm. the movies, but again... You're going to have those limitations. Um, Are those limitations removed if you if you get the uh, what, the Plex Pass or no? This is specific the next to play on that does the the DVR. Um, so the way they oh, record okay. it, you only have okay. two channel audio and it only records in 720. 
so so there's that gotcha. and the okay. other um the other kind of annoying thing with, with play on is you can only you can only set up like a season so if you like a show you can't just set the show and just totally forget about it you know every season you have to um, set up that season's recording and occasionally the different providers will, will I guess change how you find their content through their interface and when that happens your predefined criteria of what it's recording that changes <clears throat> you, you have to go into play on right. and check your subscriptions and then basically if if they're all green you're good but if you if you've got a little red dot out there there's a problem so that means there's either uh, an update happened to the service and play on hasn't made an update to be able to uh, record that content or uh, it could just be that they changed where the content is and you have to find it again and set up a new um, a, a, a new subscription so it, it is a little cumbersome um, so it, it is to be fair more work than you know your traditional uh, guide services that once you you know, click, you can say, I want to record an episode or a series um, and, and things like that. So it, it's not as seamless as I might have made it sound. So I just wanted to kind of clarify. Um, <laughs> and the only other point of clarification uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, Chris, you said you were a customer. Uh -huh. you're, a, you're a user. Just just, just pointing out the difference so, <laughs> of, of my uh, Flex content. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Rob's just trying to, trying to keep the lawyers happy. I hear you. Um, so you actually sparked uh, one one other thing that I wanted to mention, Rob. You were, you were talking about limitations of, of some of the things that, that we talked about. And I was talking earlier about Chromecast and my my, my like of, of Chromecast. Um, however, one limitation that I found with DirecTV Now is with their DVR functionality. So with with DirecTV now, you can cast, you know, your live TV or even um, I haven't tried this, but I believe you can even cast your on demand, uh, your on demand TV. But you cannot cast things that you've recorded that are on your DVR. You can only watch those either, you know, on your Apple TV in the app, or you know, on your iPhone in the app, or on your you know your Fire Stick or whatever. But you can't cast them. That's the only, that's the only limitation that they have for whatever reason. So. One little limitation, one little caveat. Most people probably won't, won't run into it and probably won't care that much, but thought I would throw it out there. Yeah, I did. Actually, on that note, I did have an issue, notice an issue with DirecTV now um, DVRing, and it may just be my device. It may be my account. I'm not sure, but I always have an issue if I try to start a show. You know, for instance, let's say I'm recording a show that runs from 8, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., and I want to start it at 8.12 not every show has the option to start from beginning. Some do, some don't. I don't know why, which ones do, which ones don't. Right. Not everyone does, but if it's something that I'm recording, I will go into my library and try to start the show, and it just bugs out and craps out on me and can't watch it. So you can't watch the show, yeah, at least in my well. experience, yeah. while recording if you don't start at the very beginning. So keep that in mind. Then the other night, too, for some reason it cut um – the Walking Good Dead short. I've seen, I've seen that also. <laughs> For that reason, I use Hulu a lot now. Wow. Yeah. So the if I'm watching something the next day, yes. chances are I'm watching it on Hulu. Well, the recording. So the the way we went around the recording was actually also, short. Uh, so what you just made me realize that I'm way behind on Walking Dead. The episode so. on on demand, but 
but yeah, it wasn't cool. Yep. Sorry, you had to go through that, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's wrap things up. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to come on the show and uh, do an episode with us. Uh, we hope to uh, have you back at uh, your earliest and, and every opportunity that uh, that you may have. Uh, for uh, for those for those who uh, don't maybe follow you on uh, on Twitter, go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell the listeners Twitter, where they can I'm find at you at Scott K nineteen seventy three underscore K Y. Right. Scott, where can the listeners find you at? Old ass. All right. You can find me at iOS Fanboy. Draft Fever. All right. Well, until next time, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.